Thank you so much for tuning into the How We Rise Leadership Podcast, where we're redefining leadership and helping you step into the leader that both your destiny and humanity is calling you to lead and to thrive as a whole life leader and to lead all areas of your life well. If you are not currently subscribed to our podcast, whether or not you listen to them on iTunes or Spotify, please click subscribe so you can get alerts on new episodes. Typically we drop new episodes on Wednesdays and that way you can get alerts. If this podcast is supporting you, we would love for you to leave a comment, which then helps us get our message out there to more people. And the last thing is I wanna gift you with a chapter from my book, This Is How We Rise. It's the resilience chapter, and it really has all these amazing tools to help you turn obstacles into opportunities and to help you reframe around challenges. So you can subscribe for our newsletter at shesummit.com. That is shesummit.com. Sign up for our newsletter and you will get a free chapter of our book. And again, thank you so much for being part of our She Summit community and the How We Rise community. truly am thrilled to be here another week with you. Again, we are doing our podcast live recording um, while we're also social distancing. So this is amazing. Um, It truly, this time has forced us to be innovative and that is exactly what we're doing. And today, like I said, I'm so thrilled to be here, Claudia, because we're going to be talking about how we rise through energy management. Such an important topic, right? Energy is something that is huge for so many because they don't kind of recognize not only how important it is to manage their energy, but how you rise through the management of your energy and not so much your time, which is something huge that you talk about. So you describe it in a super yummy way. And I say yummy because um, anything that tastes good or that feels good, you kind of want to keep doing it or get better at it. So how do you describe energy? So I love this conversation about energy, and it is actually one of the 13 pillars, foundational pillars in the How We Rise leadership book. And energy is is so incredibly powerful, and yet we often don't think about how profoundly powerful it is. So the first thing that I wanted to say is that energy, and I'm going to be looking at my book and looking at my notes for this because there's so much good stuff in this chapter, So energy is really the invisible messages exchanged between people and energy. And and it's not necessarily just people, but it could be media that you're listening to. You know, you become the content that you consume. You become the community that you keep. So energy is really exchange invisible messages that you are either giving or receiving. So it's extremely important that we are all very proactive and intentional about not just managing, but leading and protecting our energy well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you just said something um, about not only managing, leading, but protecting our energy well, which is a huge, huge, you know, thought when you think about it, um, because when you're trying to figure out the difference between positive energies and negative energies and even the management of them, what does that look like? 
Like, how do you even figure out, okay, this is something that isn't so good or this is something that I should kind of keep doing because this works. And I, and I want to share a quote as you were asking about positive, as we're talking about different kinds of energy, which is by Sanaya Roman. She's a spiritual teacher and author of spiritual growth. And she says, part of sensing energy is hearing the messages around you. You are like a radio that can receive many stations and what you receive depends on what you pay attention to. And I think that that is so powerful because, again, it shows how we need to really define what are the different kinds of energies that I'm being exposed to and that surrounds me. So really, there are positive energies and there are negative energies. I sort of those are the two buckets that I contain energy in, like what is good for you and what is what is not so good for you. And let's talk about negative energy for a moment. So you know how there are just some people that, you know, after you have a conversation, you walk away from either a phone call or a meeting or an interaction and you just feel exhausted or drained and or you feel overwhelmed. It's because we're literally taking on the energy from that person and we don't recognize how much that impacts us. So that's one piece of it is there's different kinds of, of those negative energies. So for example, you know, perhaps it's a family member. And, and the other day we, we had a community call. She said had a community call on trauma and how every person has trauma. Every person has triggers, you know, where all, what makes us feel safe right now, what makes us feel secure, all of that stuff is being threatened. So, you know, a family member could have anxiety and all of a sudden be putting onto you their anxiety and that could be trigger- triggering your trauma and your area of survival or scarcity, right? So there are certain people that, you know, where it is extremely, you know, unhealthy energy that gives you anxiety. Um, there's also, you know, self-absorbed energy where there is that person who literally just consumes, they don't even ask you how you're doing. <laughs> They're just... Literally, spend, they spend the entire 80% of the conversation just talking about themselves and onloading to you what they're, what they're going through, right? And so you're literally, you're completely depleted after those conversations, you know, or, or it could be, you know, somebody who speaks to you in a very critical, condescending you know, way, passively condescending way where, you know, they, perhaps it's something subconscious on their end and it makes them feel better because that's how they're coping is they need to put it onto you and they're criticizing you in a very subtle way. So, you know, it could be a colleague, it could be a team member, it could be your manager, it could be a report, it could be a family member, your spouse. So we all have these, you know, these triggers and just to know that energy you know, what you are receiving from another person. And it could also be, you know, the television. It could be also what you're listening to. So, you know, on the radio or, or TV. So, you know, it's really, we're, we're getting all these messages. Messaging is coming at us. We're tuning, what station do you want to tune into? So that's just examples of some of the sort of negative, unhealthy energies that we need to be monitoring and protecting ourselves from. Yeah. And I think it it kind of is like music, you know, Um, depending on your mood, that determines the type of music usually you'll choose. Mm -hmm. 
If you want to be upbeat, you'll put on maybe some salsa or something that is super energetic, you know, maybe some hip hop or, you know, just something that gets, you know, gets your energy going. If you want to relax, you know, you'll put on some ocean music, you know, something to relax you that really does determine, you know, kind of it, it can shift or sway your energy or your mood. The same thing with people um, and the types of places and things that you listen to is Especially now, because energy now can be super over overwhelming with all of the mania that, you know, sometimes is or most times nowadays is happening like, you know, in the news. So managing that and understanding, too. And I think this is a lot of what you speak about and identifying what your triggers are. If you know that you can't listen or be inundated with certain messaging, don't watch that news station or don't talk to that family member. Give them time frames so that you can manage, you know, how much of yourself that you're giving. And and then I wanted to mention there too, so so we got to protect ourselves from that energy, but then there's the positive energy. Like there's the healthy energy. There's the energy that's good for you, that's nourishing. And so that could be loving energy. That can be empowering energy. That can be nourishing energy. That could be playful energy. So, so for example, you know, when I just need to let loose, like I've got two toddlers and when they are just, when you just do tickle, 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 tickle time. And, you know, and that's just sort of like something that you're doing physically, like hugs and snuggles. And, you know, that is playful energy. Get me out of my head, into my body, you know, jumping around, getting messy with the kids. Like that could be something that's playful, right? That we just need to like shift our state and go for that dopamine and that dosage of playful energy. Um, there is also, for example, you know, my husband is you know, I, th I think we all like the five languages of love. Some of us need words of affirmation. Some of us need acts of service. You know, I think that with my husband, sometimes, you know, it's an acts of service thing where he just does things for me that I need. And I ask him, I'm like, sweetie, can you just do this for me? Can you just bring me, I'm like getting up in the morning and he's just, you know, like th there's times where I really need John in my life and there's times that I don't also. <laughs> and I need to protect myself from my, from my spouse. But there's also, but sometimes it's just literally like, I need that energy where it's 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. The kids are asleep and I just want to like lie like vegetable in bed and, or, you know, on the couch and watch something brainless uh, and just literally be connected and, and hold him and just have that physical connection. I don't need to talk. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to think. I just need that loving connection energy. And then I have like one of my dearest friends, Kathleen, who I was tuned in earlier here on Instagram live and still might be, but she's like somebody, a perfect example of somebody who just gives me nourishing energy and affirmation. Like she's just that friend that is always acknowledging me or Claudia, can we just celebrate you for a second? Can we just say like, what an amazing job you're doing? And she just sort of does it out of nowhere. It's just her personality and it's our, it's our relationship. We give each other different things, but she's just so good at affirming me and nourishing me just with those words of affirmation where, you know, it's always this feeling of surrender and letting go when I connect with her. So when I need that, like when I need a dosage of Kathleen, I go to, I go to Kathleen, <laughs> you know, I like, I'm like, okay, like 911 need a dosage right now. And it's interesting too, because you might have those really close friends. I talk about the core tribe, the one, two, three, four people that you should always have like really defining who they are. Cause those are the people you can be fully transparent with about anything that you're going through because you need to get that out of your system, out of your head and into somebody safe who's holding space for you to support you and love you in those moments. But it's, um, but sometimes it's, you know, we, we have a thing, Kathleen and I, where 
you know, she needs me. And I, I like we get on, we get on that FaceTime or, or that phone call and I'm ready and prepared to serve her. Right. And like, she knows what she's going to get from me. She's going to get some Howie Rise preacher, Claudia, and I'm going to speak into her and get her out of her negative thoughts. And so versus, so there's different kinds of energy. I think just the idea here is to really be strategic. Again, these are tools and strategies, whole life leadership tools and strategies that we can all be implementing that are really very accessible. We just need the time to sit back and write down what that, what those tools are. Yeah. And identify those, that, that intentionality that you speak of, and also that reciprocal, that reciprocity, like having a reciprocal relationship with a friend or a member of your tribe is so important Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be completely depleted either. Like that doesn't work. No, no one wins when you're completely depleted. So I, I, I adore the fact that you've identified hey, this is the tool that should absolutely be in your toolbox. And then this is how you leverage it. That's right. It's just so, so helpful for, for so many, especially me. Um, if no one else got it, I definitely got it. Um, but to, to, be, to be sure that, you know, we are clear and we identify and recognize, you know, what that energy is internally and externally that we're, that we're interacting with, can can you provide like maybe some of the most common types of energies? I know we said positive and negative, but maybe what are some of the other types of energies that uh, we commonly encounter? Because I feel that this piece would really help when it comes to identifying what our triggers may or may not be. Yeah. Well, I think a great tool to to leverage here, and I love my columns and I love my charts, but you know, just literally to create two columns and and write down, you know, these are the things or the people. So I think that there's people and then there's activities or, or, or just things that we can do to give us, to feed us and to nourish us, right? So perhaps write down in the positive column, the positive energy column, you know, like I go to Kathleen for, like Kathleen gives me this type of energy. Right. And of course, in everything, it's, there's a give, there's, it's, it's reciprocated as well. But this is about your list right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I need this, I, I, I get this energy, this kind of energy from Kathleen. Like that's on the positive list. I get this from my spouse. I get this from my kids. I get this from, you know, listening to this podcast. You know, th- I have a few favorite pastors of mine or a few speakers or authors that I absolutely love that I, oh, they're my go to. You know, I talk about Erwin McManus a lot. I love Craig Rochelle. And um, there are just certain pastors that I always go to for to feed me. So, you know, what are those things that you can do to give you that good energy? And, you know, it could be also the activities could be bath, like take a warm, hot bath. We're all isolated right now. We're not we can't go to get our massage or our little pampering medic manicure pedicure right now for the ladies who are who are listening and you know what i'm talking about and so for me like a hot bath with essential oils right now at nighttime is such a treat uh, you know, what are those little things that you can do? Like go out for a walk, you know, do a, a, a handstand. So what are those activities and what are those people that are going to give you good energy and, and refuel and refill your bucket? So are, are we, you know, we're all buckets of energy and we're getting depleted, 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 depleted because we're serving our work. We're serving our families. We're serving, keeping the house sane and normal and, you know, like worrying about, paychecks and whether or not we're all going to have jobs next month, right? Like there's a lot of uncertainty right now. And so we're depleting our energy. So, so that positive, that positive column of the people and the activities that you do that fuels and fills your bucket back up. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you empty your bucket for for your impact and for your what matters the most in your life and for your mission, but you then you fill it back up with who and what you love and who and what feeds you. And we all need different energies at different times. So that's the positive column. And then the negative column is really just sort of stating, okay, this is the stuff I have to protect myself around. These are the things that, okay, well, this tends to happen every day with me and my spouse where X, Y, Z, like this, like between 5 to 6 p.m. when the kids are the fussiest or, you know, when my boss sends me that email and that thing that happens every single week, you know, those are the, like maybe write down, you know, these are the people or these are the activities or events that happen habitually that trigger me into that negative state, that trigger my trauma, my, su- my subconscious trauma and or my, 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 the things that I worry about. Again, we all have this invisible bag of safety and fear, you know, where, where we fear this is the worst case scenario. You know, what if the things that I fear are going to come true? And, and I think a lot of the things, something as simple as you know, the most simple activity could trigger all the way down to like your greatest areas of scarcity, right? I mean, it's so psychological. So, right. So, yeah. And, you know, there are certain people in my life, like though I love them to death, they are energy sucking. You know, there's one dear friend that I love so much, but, you know, I need to be really careful about how when we do spend time together, you know, what that container is. And because it could literally be, you know, a 90% of that conversation can be about all of her drama. And so that's actually a message for all of us that, you know, we have to recognize this is not just about us and what we are receiving and what we are giving, but this is also about, you know, how we are showing up with others and how we are, that when we show up with others, that, you know, we are also giving them like, what do we want to put onto them? What do we want to imprint on them? And to really monitor to not throw up like all of your stuff, unless you're literally asking for it. Hey, listen, I need a session. I need a, I need a Claudia session right now. I need a, you know, a John session right now where I just need 20 minutes and you don't even need to like say anything. I just need to unload. Right. So it's, it's, we just have to be really proactive and, and really recognize that if we're, we want to be leaders and we want to lead our characters well and we want to role model well, that we need to be extremely conscious of how, what our behaviors are amongst others. That is a gem. Like that entire portion of what you just said, those, those are some, some gems that we can, again, I'm all for how do I implement, how do I take the knowledge? And the learnings that I'm receiving and then implement those. And what you just said is it's conscious intentionality. That is the biggest game changer when it comes to managing your energy, especially during this time. Because everybody talks the talk, but how do we also walk the walk as well? Because everybody talks about it. (laughs) So how do we do that? So and this is this is something to write down for the books. And it was very profoundly hit me when I realized it, which is that it's much easier to teach than it is to role model. Mm. Ooh, that is a tweetable. Tweet that. It is much easier to teach than it is to role model. So we actually have to model what we teach. And that is, and it's interesting because we might have a VP of blah, 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 or CEO of blah, 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 or co-founder of blah, 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 like our fancy titles and, you know, and, and, you know, how we are representing our personal brands out there on LinkedIn, on our profiles, on our websites, on our, you know, company, mastheads, whatever it is. But 
and we might show up as that person, right? We might show up like I got I got to really act as my best self, my best leader right now in those contexts of work, in those contexts of doing this podcast interview and and having that conversation with my colleague. But what happens behind the doors? You and I were talking about that the other day is, you know, is that really okay that you 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 preach this and you teach this and 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 yet behind the scenes, how you're showing up with your family members or even how you treat yourself, you're not, you're not walking your talk. And at the end of the day, it's fine because nobody knows but you, but guess what? You know, you know, at the end of the day, the authenticity of who you are, the authenticity of who what, and what you want to represent. And at the end of the day, that matters. It does. And your spirit knows it too. Your energy knows it. Your energy knows when you're not, you know, actually exemplifying what it is you you speak about. And it's like your own spirit will ping you or kind of ding you and you'll feel that tug in your spirit. Like that's not, maybe I should make a different decision. So actually modeling what we teach, I truly do believe is something that A, we all can get better at <laughs> because we just, you know, we all have opportunities and areas for growth, but it is definitely something that we should all be a lot more intentional about. So now this conversation is all of our conversations have been just not only awe-inspiring, but just so transformative because it really does help you think of different ways in which you can not only lead, but do and be better. Exactly. You cannot bypass energy. But what is the one message or what is maybe the main message um, that you want people to walk away with from, from our, our talk today? The main message I want everyone to walk away from this episode is probably to manage your energy more than you manage your time. That energy management matters more than time management. If you have the right energy and it comes to you and you're feeling good, that's when you can move mountains. That's when you can do the impossible. That's when the creativity flourishes. And you know, there's moments where you're, you're like, okay, today I'm going to get A, B, and C done. And you're just trying to get A done. And it's, you have brain freeze or you're, you can't, your brain isn't working. And you just get frustrated with yourself. And you are hard on yourself. And that's when all the inner critic starts pouring in. And, and then you're like, I'm a fraud. And then all the self-sabotage. <laughs> it's just this sort of downward spiral. And because I think that we all are trying to control a safety, control and, oh, I got to like, this is control. This has to happen today. And and so I, that, I, that is what I believe is throwing everybody into anxiety right now is that they are used to having this, these systems in place and these boundaries and these rituals in place to actually enable them to control and manage what they need to, what, what they feel they need to. And when you, you feel out of control, that's when you want to control more. And the truth is that's when you need to surrender more. But that's, but that's also, you know, that creates, that's bad energy. That is your energy, your chi. Like feng, if you think about even just acupuncture, when, when an acupuncturist puts a needle in you, they're basically, it, it, they're basically breaking up the, the energy that is stuck. Like energy needs to flow through your mind. Energy needs to flow through your body. And so you are literally physically, mentally, mindfully, and internally like stuck right now. And so that's where your, your energy is not flowing. And so those are the moments where you just need a timeout and you need to go out for a walk or you need to do something to shake up your energy. And that moment is not defining you. So, you know, so, but that's just a perfect example of, 
you know, we all look at time management, productivity. You know, we're all trying to deliver well for our, our employers right now or for our businesses so that we can continue to have an income and we can continue to provide for our families, right? Like all that stuff is that is threatened right now. And so when we feel like we can't do that work, we like, again, it triggers that bag of fear, that bag of safety, that bag of, you know, our greatest worries. And so it's just, that's why it's so important that we manage energy more than we even manage our time. And that it's to really focus on energy management over time management. Yes, yes, yes. I want all of us to not only go into the next week focusing on managing our energy, but you know, to make a list of, like you said, those activities, actions, people, places, or even things that you know help to you know sit in that positive energy column, and then identify the the areas of opportunity or those negative energy columns that you kind of want to start to stay away from with everything that's going on right now leading for all of us, the best thing we could do is manage our energy. And like I said, this conversation has truly been so profound. And I thank you, of course, Claudia, um, for allowing me to just sit and discuss and to, and I hate to say the word, but I'm going to say the word, pick your brain um, about not only what you teach in your, you know, your How We Rise leadership digital training course, um, but also in the book, the How We Rise book, just everything that we're discussing is so prevalent and so needed and necessary right now. So I thank you for that. Thank you so much for this conversation, Alicia. Absolutely. Bye everyone.